It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio, and I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, uh, I have drunk more Pepto-Bismol this year, or last year, in the last two months, actually, than my entire life combined because of two one-chip challenges. <laughs> and I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter, counterpart of the back row i'm a wife mom super fan of all things friends and also super lover of carolina barbecue (laughs) it's the best kind of barbecue (laughs) it's debatable north carolina barbecue (laughs) now we're getting specific region listen there's a difference within the region there's a difference (laughs) north carolina barbecue Uh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take Texas most days. Nope. <laughs> uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about Pixar's soul before and after life. Mm-hmm. We've also got a game, a bad joke, tales of Florida man, five random facts, things we love and more. But first today is Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. And we got some holidays to celebrate. We do. It's national carrot cake day. Mm. The lesser of the cakes. It's the, it's the, mm. It's above pineapple upside down cake. For oh, me. Matt, what? Mm-hmm. No. I don't like it. Carrot cake is my least favorite cake. I don't hate it. It depends on how it's made. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But I've had some good carrot cake. I have had some good carrot cake, yes. But it is not super common for it to be made very well. True. I hate it when it has walnuts in it. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Hate. Nah. It. It is not carrot and walnut cake. Right. It is carrot cake. Agreed. I also hate it when there's like um, sh- carrot shavings in it. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Don't yeah. do that. See? I'm just. Don't do I, that. It, there so should many be people, no chunks of anything I know. in this cake. This is the only cake, I think, um, where the box cake is a thousand times better than a homemade Cake. 100% agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so celebrate it if you want, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's also doggy date night. I mean, if you're that kind of person. <laughs> I got four dogs. I ain't got time to take them on a date. Sorry. Then my two cats would feel like unloved, and then the stupid fish would need a date too. And I ain't got time for that. I don't even want to do Valentine's the, Day anymore. I don't the money for that i don't even i don't even want to spend valentine's day (laughs) celebrating that with my own spouse i'm not gonna take a dog out matt we (laughs) we need to talk i'm beginning is it important to you listen is it important to women in general let me get this out don't get it i'm beginning to worry okay i was slightly worried last week wasn't gonna say anything 
Now that you just brought this up, I'm worried again a little more. So here's the thing. You threw a fit last week about Spouses Day and how we don't need Spouses Day. You do that on your anniversary. You oh, got I Valentine's did, yeah. Day. We don't need another <laughs> national holiday to celebrate our spouse. And I was like, dang, man, that burns a little. I'm not even I his stand spouse. By it. And it cuts a little deep. Jeez. And now today... I don't even want to celebrate Valentine's Day with well, my here's, wife. Here's my Matthew. point. Here's my point. If you have to have a specially focused day in order to treat your spouse well and to go out on a date or get them a gift or anything like that, if it has to be a special day, you're doing your marriage wrong. Okay. I agree with that. That's my opinion. I agree my with that. My opinion is that those days become cop-out days. Sure. Cop-out days to pretend like you're a great spouse because, hey, it's this day and your coworkers get to see this bouquet of flowers I sent you because I have to because the world has put this pressure on me as a husband. Yeah. That is not an accurate portrayal of how you treat your spouse Throughout the rest of the year. I can That's agree why. with that. That's okay. why. I can agree with that. Your anniversary should be special. That should be a big thing that you blow up and celebrate. And you should save all of your energy for that big celebration for that day. Yeah. Screw Valentine's Day. <laughs> Are we going to have a show on Valentine's Day? Let me look at the calendar. Oh, darn. It's a rewind day. No, wait. That's January. Hold on. I'm looking at the wrong calendar. Ah, oh, It's a Sunday. Dang. Well, we can talk about it on Monday. Yeah, Valentine's Day on a Sunday? That's not cool. Oh, yeah, I did know that it was on Sunday this year. Um, Okay, so here... It's all a scam. That As is doggy day night. And agreed. And there are people who do feel that way. For me, it is just one more day. And that's just me. I'm, I'm sure most people a feel bit the way of a you feel. Sentimental sap. But I also make it a big deal for our kids also. And so every day, starting February 1st, every day, I cut out hearts mm-hmm. and I write a little note and Look, I for, put yeah, it on their for door. For kids, though, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic holiday for children and even teenagers to celebrate, even yeah. just people that aren't married to celebrate. I feel like it's a fantastic day for both showing love to everybody and for couples who don't really have quote unquote anniversaries because right. I haven't gotten married. So we're so. talking about this. We're going to talk about this the let's Monday after Valentine's Day. No, let's Day. just do it so, now. Let's no. just get it out. No. We've already halfway done. I know, <laughs> but I have so much more to say Okay, and we don't have a All whole right. lot we'll of make, show. We'll make it the show. We'll make it the after Valentine's Day, Valentine's show, and we'll look at all the aspects. Absolutely. Don't let me forget. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy date night though can kick, kick rocks. rocks. It's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it is game day Wednesday, uh, and I am back on my quest to to uh, win, regain the mm-hmm. uh, undisputed back row championship title, which uh, I've been on for several months. Yeah. I just can't get my hands on the gold. Seems and to suck. It, it, it does. <laughs> it does. Today, we're going to play a game, a new game called Agree or Disagree. Ooh, okay. It's fairly similar to a game we already play called... Um, would you rather? Okay. Uh, but in this game, we're going to be posed a statement, and we are trying to guess what most people have answered if they agree or disagree with this statement. All right? Okay. All right. Let me find it. <sighs> it only took me like 
two years to get into the right mindset of properly and correctly answering would you rather right now i'm starting completely over yeah i mean it was a uh it was a sharp learning curve it really was for uh would you rather because you really have to put your mindset in dumb people <laughs> it's true what do dumb people think of this question yeah uh-huh. <laughs> all right let's see uh it's asking me my gender. I'm just going to put other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you seven, and then you'll give me seven. Okay. All right. Star Wars is overrated. Agree or disagree? Oh, good <laughs> grief. Um... Actually, let's, let's do this together. Let's do ten, and we'll answer them together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that works. I think that'd be fun. That'll yeah. change it up a little bit from the other game. There we go. That works. Okay. So, Star Wars are overrated. Uh, agree or disagree? I'm going to say agree. I disagree. Okay. Dang, agree. 53%. Wow. Just. Just a little bit more. Yep. Okay. You got one. There won't be a World War Three. Agree or disagree? Disagree. I also disagree. And we are both correct. 68%. And we all sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe most most Christians, at least who have read, like, Left Behind or right. some other thing. Clothes, darn you. <laughs> ah, that won't go away. Gracious. Okay. Uh, smartphones will never replace laptops. Agree or disagree? Will never replace laptops. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> agree. I also agree, but I think the answer is disagree. See, and I think the answer, okay, go ahead. Okay. I think it's. Dang, you got it. It's agree. Oh, having a rough, but also 53%, like, yeah, just barely. right just there. Barely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're, uh, four into this, four into this. Okay. So this is fine. <laughs> Peace will never be obtained in the world. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. Yeah. Yep. 66%. Yeah. Okay, you have four, I have two. I mean, peace can't even be obtained in America, much less the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right, math is fun. Oh, man, disagree. I'm going to agree just in hopes that I get something right. (laughs) 58%. 58 says math is not fun. Have I got uh, everyone right? No, oh. but uh, you do have five out of seven so far. Correct. Okay. Five out of six. No, I, this I, is seven. I was going to say. So I... Nearly every one of them right. Okay. So, yeah, I can't win at this point, but let's go ahead and go through the rest <laughs> of these. Chocolate. The chocolate part of an Oreo is better than the white filling. Agree or disagree? Oh, disagree. Yeah, disagree. 100% disagree. 64%. Okay, good. <laughs> I'd be Maybe upset. peace is an option. <laughs> <laughs> Nature is stronger than man. Agree or disagree? Oh, that's a that's an implications one. Like the, you got to really think about all the different 
which ways that can be interpreted. I agree. I'll say disagree. Okay. Whoo, 78% agree. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's do two more here. Avocado is disgusting. Agree. Disagree. Oh, 51% disagree. Barely. Yep. Wow. That makes me feel better, though, because I've always been poo-pooed on for yeah. not liking avocado. Yeah. Or guacamole. Guac. Guac. Guac is extra. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> wow. What? Okay, you can like this one. Friends is the best show to have ever existed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, and I feel like had this question been asked like five years ago, I'd be able to answer it with certainty, but there's so many haters these days. This is Mo's favorite show of all time. I'm... Can you can you do it? Can you even allow yourself to it's say hard. that you it really would disagree? Is hard. I mean, stick to your guns. You've already won. Just stick to your guns. Obviously, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to disagree. For okay, sure. go ahead. Okay. I don't want to rate you right <laughs> now. App I want the answer. Gracious. Sixty <laughs> percent disagree. Uh. Only forty percent, but still. 40% saying a singular TV show is the greatest one that's ever existed. Yeah. It's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. It's quite the quite the percentage. Yeah. So but now you should I know, take that as a win. Now I know what our, what is, not our audience, our polling audience. Now Polled. I know what they are, like, anyway. Okay. Uh, I want to break this down a little bit more. Of those votes that agreed... Do you think more of them were men or women? Women. 774 men to 576 women. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That is I interesting. I wouldn't have expected that yeah. myself. Huh. <laughs> anyway, fun game that I lost, so. <laughs> that was fun. I like that we. I'm never going to win. Played at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Yeah. Well, I like that. <coughs> Pardon Ooh, me, I breathed in something weird. All take right, let's a take breath. a break. Ah, <laughs> when we get back, Pixar gets some soul. <laughs> but first, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector, Hector, Mir- Mira, Mirai, <laughs> Mirai. I forgot. I'm sorry. Did you hear, did you listen yes, to that part? I yeah, did. where I talked to him about that. Yeah. Hi, Hector Myre of Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he spent he spent his whole yeah. I'll tell this to our listeners just in case because you you you've heard me in multiple times for the past couple of years lament over the fact that I've been saying Hector's last name wrong. Yeah. Uh, and in this last case, for like a year. Yeah. And uh, I got to be on his podcast this past week, and we talked about it, and I admitted to him this problem. He said, yeah, my entire childhood up through high school, I thought it was pronounced Myre. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it wasn't until um, his wedding rehearsal wedding, his wedding rehearsal that his grandmother stood up and said, it's Mirai. <laughs> it's Mirai. <laughs> he said, okay, Grandma. Mirai. If Grandma says it's Mirai, it's Mirai. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I didn't feel as bad anymore. Uh, all right, stick around. We'll be back. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So the nerd world has been abuzz lately with an infatuation with a character from the upcoming Resident Evil video game, Resident Evil Village. And that character is Lady Denmishushu, we're just going to call her the Tall Lady. And there's not a lot we know about her yet. We know she's got some weird daughters and that she is a nine foot six vampiric monstery lady that dresses like a southern belle. But the nerd world is hardcore infatuated with this person and the game's like nowhere near out. And we've only got like maybe three minutes tops of video game footage. And only a little bit of that includes her. But like the internet is flooded with fan art with cosplayers and i'm talking from like professional cosplayers to people that literally live down the street from me where people are just they dig the aesthetic of this character and even though they don't know the storyline they don't know much about the game they don't know much about who she is they are hardcore invested and you know sometimes we're guilty of that too we'll invest before we've really checked out the full storyline or details of something in our lives and we saw that this happened as well with disciples of jesus in john 6 you know jesus had a lot more disciples but then in john 6 jesus gets around to verse 53 through 59 and he starts talking to them about eating his flesh and drinking his blood and literally people got concerned and verse 60 says on hearing it many of his disciples said this is a hard teaching who can accept it and then even further down in verse 66 it says from this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him so all these people had signed on to follow jesus when they saw there was healing and miracles and all the cool stuff but when they got down further into who he really was and that there was going to be sacrifice and that it was going to be something deeper than just following around a guy who was doing big things you know they turned away yeah what jesus talked about sounded a little more like resident evil than you know just healing people but the reality is if we're going to truly follow jesus we need to know more about who he is and not just let it be superficial Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're talking about Pixar's latest movie, Soul. Hmm. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it on. Is it about doggy date night? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. Are these just truly random? Um, They are truly random. Awesome. Yes. So, hold on. Let me scroll. Uh-oh. Let me... There we go. <laughs> Professionals. We're, we're 100% professional. I Think you deleted it or yeah. what? <laughs> I had a minor heart attack just then. Okay. 
Many of the Koopalings from Super Mario games, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay. Um, Are named after famous musicians. Most people can see the pattern in Ludwig, Iggy, and Lemmy's names. What you may not know is Super Mario World's fire-breathing Triceratops is named Reznor, named after Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, who also created the soundtrack for Quake. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yep. You're welcome. Mercury and Venus are the only two planets in our solar system that do not have any moons. The average American child is given $3.70 per tooth that falls out. (laughs) China is spending $300 billion to build a panda-shaped solar farm in order to get more young people interested in renewable energy. Hmm. And Will Wheaton, who plays a delightfully evil version of himself in the show The Big Bang Theory, told Larry King he got the gig by posting a random tweet on Twitter. When executive producer Stephen Malaro saw the tweet, he told Wheaton to let him know if he ever wanted to come to a taping. Long story short, we now have the known nemesis of Sheldon Cooper. That's true. Mm-hmm. That was uh, something about Big Bang Theory I really enjoyed, having yeah. Will Wheaton on occasionally. That, yeah. was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give five dollars for each front tooth, and then every other tooth is only a dollar. Okay. So, what are your front teeth? Just the four front, or like just the two front, the two front teeth. Oh, okay. Two front teeth. All I want for Christmas. Five dollars. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is just a buck. Yeah. We've talked about this before because <laughs> we don't do the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. We just take our kids to get a piece of candy when Makes they sense. lose a tooth. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> you lose Time one. to start working on the next exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Florida, man. As I said yesterday, these these Tuesday and Wednesday shows were written a month ago. So these stories are a bit out of date. Before we gained our superpowers. But hopefully you haven't heard them yet. All right, so here's the first headline. Florida man stomps roof of a police SUV for an Instagram video. And it got him jailed in Miami. Sounds about right. With his colorful hair, violent Spanish cursing, and his screen handle tattooed on his neck, Christian La Place Torres has amassed 197,000 followers by posting... Uh, uh, um, that, that show with, um, Johnny Knoxville uh-huh. yes. style videos on Instagram. Okay. One clip shows him diving into a display crate of inflatable balls at a Walmart. Another depicts him twerking in a bikini in a parking lot. Great. Something As a we pal dumps see. milk over his butt. <laughs> but one shows Laplace, whose screen name translates to tsunami son of a you know what? Uh, <laughs> he posted a video of himself jumping onto a key Biscayne police vehicle, stomping up and down while screaming hysterically, I am the beast, I am the beast, he yells while flexing. Uh, he got charged with felony criminal mischief. Good. I mean, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know you could be up to so much mischief that it's a felony. Yeah. Seems weird. Uh, he's been released from jail. Uh, hasn't returned any messages for interviews. Um, 
But uh, yeah, he's he's. Uh, it doesn't say how old he is, does he's it? He's twenty-two. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he said he only did it because he wanted to be able to post it to Instagram. I mean, what what kind of mindset do you have to be in to get to the point where you're like, this is a great idea? Um, I just don't. Yeah, that kind of mindset. I just don't get it. The same kind of mindset that Johnny Knoxville and <laughs> Bam Margera and yeah, they they were all. Under the same influence, if you will. <laughs> but at least Johnny Knoxville got paid to do it eventually. Sure. But this is what that guy is hoping for. Yeah, wants for. to do that. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that era is over. Don't you think? Mm. That was a fun thing in the early 2000s. And then it kind of faded out. I mean, I don't know if it really faded out because, you know ridiculousness is still a thing and fail army is still a thing. And they're all kind of in that same vein of. Mm, I wouldn't put fail. Humor. I wouldn't put fail army in there. Painful humor is one thing, but the, the cringe humor is what Johnny Knoxville was. A lot of it was painful, but a lot of it was at the expense of other people yeah. that weren't in on the joke. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like just simple pranks. Like these were cringy to look at. And those kind of videos on YouTube are universally panned. Now, they're still watched by a lot of people that enjoy reality TV. Well, but, but, <laughs> but most people agree, no, stop doing this stuff. Yeah, I guess to a degree, yeah. Yeah. And there's even, um, oh, man, Polly D and Vinny from Jersey Shore, they have a show on MTV where mm -hmm. they pool pranks it's sort of like punked you remember with ashton yeah, Kutcher? yeah now that was that was fun it was fun but there's they take it up a couple notches like Ugh. they have where a family member is supposed to be skydiving oh god and the family there's family members watching and of course it's a it's a stunt it's a uh dummy, a dummy or something but they just they slam into the, the ground. ground yes that's awful i know i'm it, oh my gosh so for me and i'm a big Polly d vinnie fan but i can't watch this because of course you are. yeah i am <laughs> But I can't watch it because it's just so painful. Like, it hurts yeah, my it's, heart. It, it's, to... Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. That's awful. Mm -hmm. I would be so angry. I, as the parent watching or the family member watching, I would be, you would hope you were dead after I found out you were still living. Because I would be so ticked off with you for pulling a stunt like that. Oh, I'd be so bad. So mad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't think it's popular but i do think there's enough people out there clearly who enjoy that kind of humor that you can get enough followers to make yeah. yourself popular yeah which makes me sad true what do you do it florida man wearing gloves steals all the chicken wings at 7-eleven chicken wing <laughs> chicken wing Hot dog and bologna. Chicken and macaroni. Chilling with my homies. I hate that song. <laughs> only because they put chicken in it twice. Yeah. I th that okay. I have come to grips with it and I love it, but I the first time that I heard it, I was like, why you guys say chicken twice? Like you couldn't come up with anything else? You should have just said cheese and macaroni. Yeah. Cause that's an actual thing. No one just eats straight macaroni. With chicken, yeah, right? Ugh. 
Yeah. Ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm. Cheese and macaroni. All right, we'll change it. Why not? We'll change it. Why not? Stupid. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, cheese and macaroni. Ah, you ruined it, Mo. Sorry. You were you're going great. You really had something there, and then it ruined. ruined. Or yeah, ha- having to change it and say cheese, just... cheese and mickeyricker, <laughs> <laughs> cheese and mickin mickinroni. Uh, Florida man was arrested Tuesday uh, again. This was earlier in the month after stealing all the chicken wings and other hot food available at a Naples 7-Eleven. The Collier County Sheriff's Office was called to the convenience store around 8.23 p.m. after a man put on gloves, took the food items, and then just left. <laughs> clerk said the man who has not been identified has been to the store before. The last time he ate three chicken wings in front of the clerk and then just left. Okay. Just like aggressively. Just right, staring them right in the eyes. <laughs> what are you gonna do, my chicken <laughs> Throw a bone at you. <laughs> Man left the store in a car with two other people. Deputy's lady pulled, later pulled over the vehicle. All three people were detained while the suspect was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. I mean, if you're gonna steal food, why are you gonna steal it from 7 Eleven? <laughs> I guess because you think you can get away with it. That's fair. One person behind the counter ain't going to chase you out. In fact, they're told not to chase shoplifters in case they have a gun. So maybe that was the smartest avenue, but still got pulled over because they have cameras. So I want to tell a story, but I don't. <laughs> Did you steal? <laughs> Did you steal a thing? Did you steal a chicken wing? Not a chicken wing. What did you steal? An egg. What? So when I. (laughs) You stole an egg. (sighs) Okay. There was a time in my life where I lived on my own and I didn't have a whole lot of money. Okay. And (laughs) I I was just trying to survive. (laughs) Okay. We had a box of brownies. And we had everything else that we needed for brownies. <laughs> and that was legitimately the only thing that we had in our kitchen. And I was hungry. But we didn't have eggs for the brownies. I had the oil. I had the water. I had the brownies. So I walked over to the grocery store. And I'm not going to buy a whole... I don't even have the money to buy a dozen eggs. I'm 18 years old living on my own. I don't got no money. Doesn't that is like a dollar fifty? You exactly. have a dollar fifty? No, not at the time I didn't. So you had to steal an egg to eat some brownies. So I wore an oversized hoodie <laughs> and I <laughs> opened up a carton of eggs like you would to check and see are there any cracked? And as I was looking, I just did a slip of the arm and pulled one up into my hoodie sleeve. And then I walked around the store for a couple minutes not to draw attention to myself and then I left. With an egg in my hoodie sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my conscience feels so much better. (laughs) Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. And sad. I know. Uh, I'll never look at you the same way again. (laughs) Uh, I've stolen something. Really? By accident. It doesn't count. I, I it doesn't count. Nonchalantly I hear your story. put a thing in my pocket, not thinking about it while I was talking to Deidre, and then discovered it when I got home to t- clear out my pockets. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> but uh, it was like 
88 cents. Like it was like name tags or something for something. And it was like, well, I'm not going to go pay 88 cents. <laughs> That's Probably not the right thing to do. But mm-hmm. There's a level here. If I'd have stolen the TV by accident, then I'd go back and pay for it. So then what does my egg equate to? If a dozen eggs is $1.50 and I took just I one. <laughs> but you did it on purpose. Yeah. That's, true. <laughs> That's the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> if your son stole an egg, how would you treat him? We would have a like, talk. Ah, it's just an egg. What's that equate to? Like five cents? <laughs> we would have a talk. <laughs> the chicken's unborn baby you stole. There's <laughs> moral consequences here. Oh, gosh. Uh, today's... <laughs> topic here uh we're talking about a movie that kind of snuck in over the christmas season uh but because of being overshadowed by larger events and then our covid hiatus we haven't actually had a chance to talk about it so today we're going to talk about pixar's soul and the spiritual implications mm -hmm, of it but first let's talk about our initial thoughts spiritual implications (laughs) (laughs) so matt can you explain for the people who haven't seen it yet, the plot of okay. Soul. So this this isn't really like a big franchise or anything, but we still need to respect the spoiler warning. So yeah. if okay. you don't want the movie laid out for you, you probably need to go ahead and stop listening for today and come back to hear the podcast version after you've seen the movie. Hey, our, our friend, Stephanie, yeah. that's for you. Oh, hey, Crook. <laughs> stop listening. Crook. Creek. It's Crook. <laughs> She's not a crook or a creek. It's crook. But she doesn't like spoilers, so. Mm. Well, you have a warning that you're supposed to give. Oh, my my bad. Spoilers commencing in three, two, one, now. That was the wrong button. (laughs) I thought you chose that one because he's a jazz musician and so. Yeah, that, was, that would have been smart. I could have yeah. rolled with that. Yeah. No, I, I forgot I planned on hitting a button until you said now. And I'm like, ah, bang. Nope, that's Wrong. not it. <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot I had all these buttons until just now. Uh, <laughs> he was dead the whole time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the basic plot is this. No, that's sixth sense. <laughs> I've never seen that. <gasps> It's just never happened. I've also never seen Die Hard, but we've talked about that. And I still haven't corrected it. <laughs> and I need to. And I feel bad. But Okay. Keep... Two classic movies. I've deflated you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me gather myself. You just talk about what we're talking about. Joe Gardner, played by Jamie Foxx, is a band teacher who has dreamed of playing professionally as a jazz musician. On the greatest day of his life, he auditions for a jazz legend before dying in a freak accident. The next thing he knows, he finds himself on a mystical stairway in space, leading to, quote-unquote, the great beyond. Joe refuses to accept his fate and, determined to return to his previous life, ends up instead in the great before. Here, new souls work on developing their spark, the thing that will bring them joy in life. Once they get their spark, they are sent to begin their life on Earth. Mistaken for a mentor, he is assigned the most difficult of new souls, simply named 22. (laughs) 22, played by Tina Fey, can't fathom why Joe wants to get back to his boring life, but is intrigued enough to learn more about what is so great on Earth. 
an animated metaphysical romp through the fantasy before life. Soul is at times charming, playful, funny, but also a clever way to look at the passions that drive us towards our own fulfillment and purpose in life. By no means in an overtly offensive nor a theologically accurate view of the soul, the film includes some points of concern, but we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take a pause right here when we get back the good and the bad of soul's spirituality. But first, a new nerdy definition. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is Arkham. No, not the Arkham that you might recognize from Gotham and Batman, nor the video game series based on the same thing. No, we're talking about the fictional city of Arkham situated in Massachusetts, an integral part of the Lovecraft country setting created by H.P. Lovecraft. Arkham is featured in many of his stories and those of the other Cthulhu mythos writers. Arkham is the home of Miskatonic University, which features prominently in many of Lovecraft's works. The institution finances the expeditions in the novellas At the Mountains of Madness and and the Shadow Out of Time. Walter Gilman of The Dreams in the Witch House attends classes at the university, and other notable institutions in Arkham are the Arkham Historical Society and the Arkham Sanitarium, which many believe to be the inspiration for Arkham Asylum in the Batman canon. The inspiration for Arkham appears to be, in fact, Salem, Massachusetts, its reputation for the occult appearing to one who dabbles in the weird tale. Arkham's most notable characteristics are its gambrel roofs and the dark legends that have surrounded the city for centuries. The disappearance of children at May Eve and other bad doings are accepted as a part of life for the poorer citizens of the city. Which again, also kind of sounds like Gotham. Jeez, Batman, get your own stuff. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and today we're talking disney pixar's soul and let's just get right back to it mm. uh, in the last segment we shared that in soul we follow the afterlife of joel joe gardner and uh, the before life of a character named 22 and it's an interesting movie with obviously a lot of spiritual topics just uh, it has to be uh, a part of it i mean there's just no way around Afterlife and before life. That's mm -hmm. exactly what this is about. It is about your soul. It is about souls in general. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the end of my line. <laughs> <laughs> We're my we, bad. My bad. <laughs> the the goal is for us to talk about each one of those spiritual topics and um, how well we think they were presented, how biblical or non-biblical, but we really need for you to understand that this is not a Christian movie. So you know, it's not quite fair to accept Christianity to be represented perfectly. So that being said, several spiritual elements in this movie actually lean mm -hmm. Christian uh, yeah. and not just in a superficial way. 
Uh, but let's talk about some of these things, like, specifically. Okay. Uh, first of all, there is clearly a lot of kind of Hindu New Agey stuff. Right. Including the idea that you can kind of get to a spiritual plane while being alive on Earth. There's mm-hmm. even a, there's a character who gets into kind of like a Zen mode, but he's actually alive, and he gets into the Zen mode when he's outside doing a sign spinner routine for a company. Yeah. And he just kind of leaves this plane while he's doing that. And he gets into like the soul plane. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, that person becomes kind of like the contact between earth and the The before life spiritual realm realm, uh, in many different points uh, because they do actually wind up going back to earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the way this happens is that uh, they go back down Joe thinks he's going to get in his body, and he accidentally gets into his cat's body. Right. Or a cat's a body. A cat's body. Not his yes. cat. And 22 actually falls into his body. Mm-hmm. And so she is now in control of him, and they can talk. The cat can talk, and you can hear him, whatever. But uh, she's expen- uh, she's experiencing life through the main character's life. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's really heartwarming. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm not a fan of the animal aspect, like someone's an animal Okay. trope that's in some movies. I'm not a big fan of it, but this is probably my favorite iteration of it Yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Hindu new agey stuff, it's just a thing, but it's, they, they don't use it as a way to hype it up as a real thing. It's more just a... MacGuffin in order to contact between the two planes. Yeah. I did not even make the connection to it being New Age or Hindu. You know, if anything, to me, he just seemed spiritual. Yeah. You know, as a broad term, not Christian, just spiritual. Right. You know? Yeah. A lot of people these days... Consider themselves. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were soul caretakers in place of like God mm-hmm. and and angels or anything like that. Right. And so in the, the process of like building a new soul up, we, we're seeing it being like a an actual process as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, God knitting together a person and then breathing that soul into them uh, during pregnancy or, or what, what have you, conception, however you see it exactly happening in your mm-hmm. mind. Uh, it's more of a, let's get this soul set up yeah. and we'll drop it into a body yeah, kind of thing, which mm, maybe that's kind of how it works. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We don't really know how it happens in the soul realm specifically, exactly. but um, the, they, they, they replace like a God entity with these kind of caretaker, weird line people, mm-hmm. which are kind of cool designs that I enjoyed. And, yeah. Very uh, abstract art. Yeah. And they were unoffensive, uh, but they did like, they did like, you, you see them assigning different attributes to someone because yeah. not only the spark they were searching after that was supposed to, you know, something that gave them joy and a sense of purpose, but they would assign like, um, Depressive, depressive people, they would assign uh, hyperactive people. You know, right. they would give them all these different things. Characteristics. Um, which, I mean, we are born with yeah. a predilection to certain characteristics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I don't think there's anything spiritually wrong with just putting a weird, fun explanation of how that happens yeah. 
into the idea of a soul building. Uh, So I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, Of course, like we said, this isn't a Christian movie, so they're not going to put a God Mm -hmm. in the movie. Right. It's more going to just be about the soul existing in itself. Mm -hmm. To me, I viewed those soul caretakers as angels. That was kind of... Which is, I mean, I think that's the goal that was supposed to give without being overt about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just that whole the aspect, the belief of a guardian angel, you know, and how they've been your guardian since the, before the time you were born. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That whole kind of, kind of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. What it did now, it they did share some characteristics of angels that people don't really think about. Number one, they kind of disagreed with each other and, you know, we're, we're focused on tasks and whatever. This mm-hmm. is, True. They're not just up there playing harps and yeah. blah, blah, blah. They have jobs. They yeah. have things they are supposed to do. And, and there have even been, of course, disagreements to the point of angels getting kicked out. Right. I mean, it wasn't just the devil that was kicked out. He took a third of the angels with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, this is a, a legitimate thing. <laughs> you know, they're not just all yes men kind mm-hmm. of thing up there. And we saw one of them come to earth. In kind of a spiritual realm kind of way. Right. To accomplish some tasks, mm-hmm. which, again, is something that we believe, you know, actually occurs. We mm-hmm. believe that there are angels and demons kind of present in the spiritual realm all around us at any given point. Right. Uh, which uh, my favorite uh, interpretation of that comes from Frank Peretti's This Present Darkness. Very good book about the spiritual realm if you want to check it out. It's a fictional book, but it's a really good book. Um, so yeah, so I'm not hating on that either. Not hating that aspect uh, whatsoever. Well, and there was a clear separation too between souls and these soul caretakers. Right. You know, there wasn't, they, you couldn't become a soul caretaker. Right, right, right. right. And even, even when they mistook uh, Joe for a mentor, Uh it was clearly like, this is a role for a soul that has died. Right. And it's coming back and yeah. it's going to help a new soul right. into the earth. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing that surprised me was hell was kind of a joke. Yeah. The, to the point where he asks, is this H-E double hockey sticks? And then a bunch of these new souls are like, hell, 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 hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, oh, gosh. Okay. I don't want my kid to start saying hell. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I like, I remember when it really was a cuss word as yeah. a kid, like you couldn't say it. Yeah. Which, you know, as, even as a teenager, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's a place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people can use it as a cuss word, but they also use God as a cuss word and you, you could say God. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry. All I'm remembering now is that Disney channel movie, H E double hockey six. <laughs> you remember that? No, I don't remember that one. <laughs> totally on disney plus i'm it's gotta be okay i'm pretty sure i've seen it uh but yeah it was good uh anyway that one also went off the rails spiritually but it was pretty funny um but yeah hell's kind of a joke uh i i I believe they they're trying to imply that there's no hell Mm -hmm. kind of situation right uh so yeah plenty of Christians that do that these days. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, the idea everyone goes to heaven essentially mm-hmm. is is what they postulate. Right. Um, so let's talk about God's sovereignty as portrayed in this. Mm-hmm. Like when you die, that's your death. Mm-hmm. You you don't have an option. Right. So he's fighting this. Like he's running and trying to. To, to escape while everybody else is going up in this like escalator to heaven kind of thing. Right. He's pushing past everybody trying to run back and winds up falling uh, into that other place, the, mm-hmm. the before life by accident. And, and uh, even manages to get back to earth mm-hmm. and continue living right. for a bit. Yeah. And... Yeah, that, I mean, that does fly in the face of the idea that, you know, God's kind of in control of, of your, your life. Yeah. But not to the point that I think it's offensive or was even trying to be. Yeah. Uh, more along the lines of uh, just, I know that there are going to be people, Christians out there that are upset with that idea. Uh, that we could have any say on whether or not we're dead or not. Yeah. <laughs> Where our soul gets to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I actually saw more people upset with, and this is the thing before I watched soul, I, before I even knew soul was a movie, I had already seen so many Christians up in arms about it. Very negative. Yeah. Very negative. I will not let my kids watch this, you know? And so when I see that kind of thing, I always, always take the stance of, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You know, because at that point I know that, um, there's a high likelihood that they themselves have not watched it and they're just drawing a conclusion off of something that they really know very little about. Um, and so what I saw the issue being was they felt it was heavily focused on reincarnation and that's Hmm. because of, you know, him becoming the cat cat. and yeah. Which to me, it did not lean towards reincarnation even a little bit. No. Not. It was never implied that the souls that were going up into the the great beyond mm-hmm. eventually became the great before. Exactly. In fact, it was explicitly implied the other direction that even that there were mentors. That right. They would come back to mentor the new ones, but they didn't get to go back themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so furthermore to me if it were about reincarnation um then the people who the scene in which they come back the scene where joe becomes the cat they are in the hospital are they in the hospital already anyway i think so they're in the hospital um doctors come in would have been easier to remember this if we did this three weeks ago exactly um (laughs) doctors come in to check on him Cat is laying there and Joe is talking to 22, you know, and they can hear each other. They're communicating. But to the doctor and to the nurse, it looks as though this cat is just going crazy and meowing all over the place. And this man has lost his mind. He's talking to a cat. What is happening? You know, if it were leaning towards reincarnation, it would have been um, the cat would have had more humanistic characteristics to Mm. me. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? It would yeah. have been understood. He, the cat would have been accepted a little bit more right. from the doctor and you know, it would have been okay. Well, maybe this cat has something to say. Almost like Lassie is to me in the well girl, you know, yeah. like, and just, just to, to, to layer that in even more. And I just thought of this. 
is clearly the cat didn't already have a soul. Right. Right. They weren't implying that animals had souls. Yeah. He accidentally fell into a cat and now the cat had a soul. Yeah. Now the cat could think and reason and talk. Yep. Uh, in a human level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's some things that I, I saw as super positive. Okay. Number one was the idea of contentment mm-hmm. with whatever situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes hand in hand with the idea of what they were talking about with a spark or finding a purpose. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, the whole movie we're kind of led to believe that that spark is what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. with your life. That's what you're created for. That's what you That's brought to birth for. That's why you're there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they find out about like the barber, his barber. And he thought, you know, this is, he always wanted to be a barber and this was his purpose in mm-hmm. life. And then he finds out, oh no, he wanted to, I don't remember what, but he wanted to, is that what it, yeah, mm-hmm. he wanted to be a vet. And, uh, he said, oh, you know, it's kind of like sad for him. He's like, oh no. I love what I do. Yeah. You know, he was very content Mm -hmm. with the job he was in Mm -hmm. and listed a whole bunch of reasons why. Yeah. And it was the idea that, yes, you can have a passion, but uh, that doesn't mean that if you're not always doing that passion, you're unhappy. Mm -hmm, That you're failing. Or that you're supposed to let yourself be unhappy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that, that gives me that, that same feeling as you know the bible verse about being content with with little or much Mm -hmm. you know in good and bad seasons being content with what god has placed you in yeah which is a struggle of course but it should be a goal of ours to find contentment here to trust that god knows what he's doing and that god has put us on this path for a reason Mm -hmm. and that we should uh respond to that by honoring him uh with every move that we make in this situation uh, and to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. And I yep. liked that a lot. I liked, um, along the same line as that, I liked seeing, and to me, this was very, very spiritual, very biblical in the fact that we only see this small portion, you know, and we think that what we're doing may not have mm. an effect, may not be worth much. Yeah. Um, but the bigger picture is that it is, you know, he, Joe Gardner is a jazz musician, but he's a teacher by trade. You know, he's a music teacher and he has been a music teacher for many years. And there's one character in the movie who is a former student of his. And the former student is the one who actually gets him the gig with the the more famous musician. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hear in the conversations with his former student, the impact that Joe has had on his life and then on a pre or a a current student's life, you know, who comes back to Joe's house and tries to quit playing the saxophone, I think. And anyway, just the whole time Joe was talking about how that hasn't been his purpose in life to be a teacher. His purpose is to be a musician. Mm -hmm. But to see from the outside looking in and to see the just two of the lives that he's impacted in a in a positive way, you know, to me, that that was like the biggest takeaway that I took from it was, yeah, you may not be doing what you thought you were always going to do, 
but what you're doing is important and yeah. it does have a purpose behind it. And I think they drew a line, uh, a clear line between what a passion or a spark is as opposed to what a purpose is. Yes. Like the spark, the, the passion that is for you. And that's what makes you excited about life and, and you know, all that. The purpose is for others. Yeah. Your purpose is to go down there and do things for the world, mm-hmm. not for yourself. Right. Which also very biblical idea. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, loved it. Mm-hmm. Also the fact that they're just talking about that souls exist. Yeah. Uh, which I believe has been downplayed by majority of people who aren't really religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like no such thing of a, there's no such thing as an afterlife. Why would there be such thing as a soul? Right. Kind of thing. Uh, so just the fact that we released a movie about souls at all is a big deal. Yeah. But I think the biggest aspect that I haven't heard a lot of people talk about Christian or not is that this is a very pro-life movie. Okay. Because this movie is teaching children that before you're even born, you have a purpose laid out for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this talked about positively by Christians at all or negatively by, you know, people who support abortion at all. Yeah. I don't think people are noticing the fact. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be a good thing because maybe only kids are noticing that, Yeah. You've always had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Whether right now, I don't care if you're believing it because of a Christian purpose or because just in general in the universe that you came with a purpose. But the idea is that you were valuable before you ever even were in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. Is something that I think is is amazing mm-hmm. to be put in children's brains right now. Yeah, and that's really driven home in twenty two mm-hmm. in in this in her story because it. It talks about how she, um, oh man, she learned from some of the greats. That's how long she has been in the before life. She mm-hmm. learned from... She's had mentors that were Mother Teresa and yeah. Sigmund Freud and yeah, Abraham she, Lincoln. and all She is hundreds people. of years old, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like she just hasn't been born. Like she was the 22nd soul exactly. ever created. Yes. And she's just never been able to find her spark and get out. Right. And so... I. Th- when you break it down and you really consider the pro-life aspect of it, it is really driven home in her story. The fact that even though she has not been able to find her spark and make it to earth, her life is still worth considering, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the guy is who assigns the souls to the, the mentors He's not given up on her. He's not said you're not worth it anymore. You know, he's still assigning her to a mentor because her life has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from this movie for me. Yeah. Uh, it's just how uh, unashamedly pro-life it is. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in this day and age, that's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. A freaking breath of fresh air. And I think it's probably going right over everybody's head mm-hmm. because it's not driving down abortion. You know, it's not like with a hammer, right? abortion versus adoption. You know what right. I mean? It, that, it doesn't even need to. Yeah. The it way has it's set completely up. Yeah. taken those two things out of the picture and specifically just talking about the purpose of a life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, overall, I loved this movie. Loved this movie. Um, going into it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, we're just going to have to see. We don't know. We may have to have conversations with our kids. I was super nervous, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, my kids haven't even seen it yet, yeah. but I was just super nervous of it existing. Yeah. <laughs> Watching it, I'm like, oh, how big of a, a hole, how deep of a hole are we going to have to dig our way out of here with this? But Yeah. I, I love it. I do, too. Yeah. I, honestly, probably my favorite movie of 2020, to be totally honest. I, it just, it has the feeling of inside out in... Mm-hmm. You know, the aspect of... Which I also really love. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Um, so it has that kind of feeling, but even greater to me than Inside Out because it really turns it around and relates it back to our everyday life. You know, I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah. So overall, even though it has some some elements and... Uh, just just uh kind of revision kind of stuff to not be overtly christian i do believe that at least the themes of the movie lean far more christian than not absolutely almost almost every case i'm i i would end by saying this if you're not watching it because you are fearful of the non-christian aspect of it aladdin <laughs> Mulan. Um, uh, what's the one? Princess and the Frog. <laughs> oh, Those definitely that one. Yeah. Are far, far more non-Christian. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, non-biblical. And I love those movies, but they are far <laughs> more. Mm-hmm. Those should be the movies Still that you should be. Still had a lot of spirituality in them, uh-huh. but very far from Christian spirituality. Very much in your face. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. those should be the movies that you should be upset about, not this one. I will agree with that. And that is a good way to end it. So, before we end this break, <gasps> time for a bad joke. I was hoping I'd talk too much to where you couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what does a baby computer call its father? Data. Oh my gosh. Did you hear the uh, episode where I had my, where Eli came on and did a bad joke for? No. It was the first one. Okay. From the two weeks that I was quarantined. So two, two months, three Mondays ago from now. Okay. But uh, yeah, he he wanted to be on a show, and so I'm like, okay, I got something for you to do. (laughs) He's so cute. (sighs) All right, well, we're gonna take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're gonna share with you something that we love. More back row morning show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com. 
and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio, or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. morning show and things are winding down for the day but first we're going to share with you some things that we love but you didn't i don't like, you love don't like that voice, voice. <laughs> welcome back to the morning show here on ltn radio that was not the voice that you did the voice that you did was like almost on that in a that, that voice that makes us feel a little bit inappropriate oh that deep one welcome back to the micro morning show <laughs> things are winding down for the day yeah the one that Chris is like, you got to tell him to stop doing that. <laughs> What's up, nerd? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so my thing that I love is HelloFresh. Have you heard of it? You totally you talked about this. No, I didn't. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. I don't think I did. You did. You went on the whole thing about how fun it is to... Uh, you're they're, right, they're all prepackaged oh and everything goodness. and ready to go. I'm pretty sure we did do the All right, well, then we you're love. going first so that I can rethink <laughs> of something that I love. She claimed that we didn't do one last the time. last time we were actually together, and I couldn't remember what else we would have done then. But, yeah, I totally remember that, and I don't remember what I talked about. Well, now that you're saying it, I do remember actually saying that. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you talked about it for a while. In fact, because I remember the name of that file for the show was... Hello Fresh and then Hello Something Else that was mine. And I don't remember what mine was. Hmm. But anyway, I'll do mine first. <laughs> the uh the news broke uh last week uh that the WWE network in America at least has been sold to NBC Universal, the streaming uh, I mean, the, the WWE Network streaming platform and will merge into Peacock. Meaning, if you're paying for Peacock, you now get the entirety of the WWE Network, including all the pay-per-views and WrestleMania and all really? that good stuff. Yeah. What? For the... You can you can get it for the, the base price, the four ninety nine, but that will include ads in non-live events, you know, in the shows that they have. Or you can pay the same amount you were paying for the entirety of the WWE Network, which is $9.99, and get all that ad-free, plus all of Peacock ad-free. So it's just a complete net gain. And the reason that they did this is because uh, they never got the, the, they never hit their 3 million subscriber mark that they wanted to hit. Okay. Like they really postulated that in the first five years they'd hit three million. And I don't think they've ever gotten above one point five. And right now they currently sit at one point one. And so with that, they're only making like a few hundred million dollars maybe uh, a year off of that. Peacock bought the rights for five years for over a billion dollars. What? So they're they they made bank off of it for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, so I'm excited because I don't pay for the WWE Network because that's just another streaming service. I can't justify an entire streaming service just for my interest at my yeah. house. You know, it's just not, that's not right. Yeah. But uh, we do pay for Peacock and now I'm going to get it all and I'm very excited. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into Peacock mm-hmm. the past couple days. Topher um, 
got the free version on his television. Peacock, yeah. Uh-huh, on his television because he thought that he would be able to watch all of The Office. Mm, and the I, had just, uh-huh, <laughs> I had just seen where you had posted Oh, I posted the, the thing where they're advertising that as, for their things. Yes, their, and uh, so the free, yep, the free <laughs> version, you can watch the first two seasons. And so he's out there and he's all excited. I can watch The Office now. Blah, you know, this and that. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how are you paying for that? And he's like, no, it's free. I said, I'm pretty sure you can only watch the first two seasons. Nope, it's all of it. And so he goes in the room, and about an hour later, I get a text that's like, you're right, it was only the first two seasons. <laughs> I was like, told ya. <laughs> but I've been looking into it, yeah. just haven't taken the plunge yet. Yeah. But It's, uh, I mean, we got rid of Hulu. Yeah. And we're just doing this now. Yeah. Because most of the stuff we liked on Hulu was NBC related anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, NBC includes like USA. So they got Monk and Psych and all those kind of shows as well. And, yeah. And that's why essentially WWE is being bought because WWE's had a partnership with uh, USA Network for ever since the beginning with uh, the raw programming. Um, but they were in talks with ESPN Plus, which, uh, of course, is Disney and Disney owns Fox and they are Smackdown on Fox now. Ah. So they were in talks with ESPN Plus to actually become part of like the the Disney package, you know, where it would be with them. And it kind of fell through. And then like a week later, they made a deal with Peacock instead of trying to renegotiate with ESPN Plus. So ESPN as a company is mad. And they have refused now. They're, They're putting a ban on any reporting on WWE's as a sport. Interesting. Which, uh. Seems petty, but I also get it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole drama. I'm just excited. It's not gonna. It's gonna roll out. I think in March. Um, but they've already got some of the shows. Like I noticed that when we first were going through Peacock, I'm like, hey, they got like Monday Night War and stuff here. That's cool. Uh, but I just thought it was a, you know, maybe they bought the rights for a couple things. But right. yeah, it's gonna be the whole thing. Interesting. You come up with something you love. I rambled to give you more time. So I hope that I haven't said this one. <laughs> I really do. That's where I'm having, that's where I'm struggling now is, have I said that? I don't know if I've said that. I can't remember <laughs> if I've said that. It's been so long. Um, cinnamon Coke. Have I talked about this? You've talked about it, but I don't think it's been your thing you love. Okay. I hope that we it's talk, not we talk, that We've I've... talked about a lot of like flavored sodas. Okay. Usually as a rambling as a part of one of the junk food days. Okay. I hope that I have not yet said this Even to our listeners. It really hasn't been long enough because <laughs> the first time that I tried one was over Thanksgiving oh, right. when we were in Dallas with Kara and Kevin. Um, and Kara was like, you've got to try it, which I love putting cinnamon in my coffee. I love pudding too. Pudding <laughs> is good. You don't put cinnamon in chili. Cinnamon does not belong in chili. <laughs> um, Spice up your own chili. Leave my chili alone. <clears throat> um, but Kara knows my love of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Now I do remember talking about it. <laughs> I'm remembering it too because when I brought up, do you remember the Pepsi that was a holiday spice? When we were in high school, <laughs> you've run out of things that you love. 
Man. All right, I'm going to give you this week off. What a bummer. <laughs> what a bummer. Just, okay, guys, so HelloFresh and Cinnamon Coke. If Really? If, she really loves them. If she, you're not into either one of, of those things, you really should be. <laughs> Let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is 1 John 3, 21 through 22. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and uh, become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit Love... uh, No, dang, I didn't change this again. Mm Mm-hmm. I rewritten, I've rewritten the whole end copy, and I still didn't fix this. Specifically with Love Thy Nerd Radio, LTN Radio, go to give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Uh, make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN at LTN on air and at love thy nerd and the back row morning show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor back row Baptist church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN radio, LTN on every Monday through Thursday at 7am central with an encore at 9am. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the back row morning show podcast version on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and more subscribe rate five stars and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as we take you back to a classic episode where we'll talk about lessons that only failure can teach you. Mo, final thought. You, nerd. I love you. That's (laughs) something I love. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. And so does Mo. Mm -hmm.